Joining us on the line is the warden of Simcoe County, George Cornell. George, how are you, sir? I'm very good, sir, and good morning to uh, both Johns. Uh, <laughs> doing well, thank you, and hope you are as well. Uh, yeah, we are doing great. In fact, you know, you got to be pretty proud of your county in terms of the fight against COVID-19. We're looking pretty good. We, uh, we are indeed. Uh, we've been very pleased to see that the number of new cases uh, with regards to COVID-19 in Simcoe County is uh, very low. Uh, we've managed to... Uh, keep our cases low uh, throughout the pandemic um, and obviously we're optimistic uh, going forward but it's important for residents uh, to remember that it hasn't gone away by any means and we need to stay vigilant we need to we need to follow the guidelines from our uh, Simcoe Muskoka District Health Unit and uh, and recognize that many of our staff continue to provide uh, essential services remotely and we'll continue to do that as we slowly and uh, methodically and safely begin to reopen things. It's interesting. We're reopening things, but uh, we're certainly not lighting, letting up on the protocols and, and the safety. It was interesting. Three weeks ago, I, I left I left town, and when I come back, uh, when I left, masks were recommended, and, and now they're somewhat enforced. Uh, correct. And uh, to your point exactly, we aren't letting up on the protocol. It's... Uh, as I think we uh, move further into stage three and there is more interaction, it's all the more important to recognize the physical distancing and wearing a face covering, whether it be a mask or a face shield. And actually, our public health unit did uh, make it mandatory. Uh, the intent is really, though, it's compliance, it's education. It's not about enforcement. It's about people recognizing their individual responsibility to protect others and ultimately protect themselves uh, with regards to COVID, with regard to COVID going forward. So we at the county actually in support of that uh, because we very much believe in it. We've launched a uh, a campaign uh, called hashtag Wear It, uh, which will encourage residents and visitors to abide by the uh, health unit's regulation and wear a face covering or a mask to help us, uh, as I say, get through the pandemic. It's interesting that uh, as things open up, so do uh, some of the services at the county that were suspended or, or you know, locked down a little bit. Uh, things are sort of moving back in, in terms of county services. Things are uh, moving back. Again, uh, a very staged and planned and, uh, and safe reopening. Uh, it's impacted many of our programs, obviously, but we are starting to begin. So uh, contractors, providers and partners have uh, all been affected by the impact of the virus. Uh, a couple of things that, unfortunately, as a result of COVID-19, uh, the county has had to cancel this year's clothing and electronics collection as our mm. provider was unable to accept the uh, anticipated volume of waste at this time. So we would ask our residents to donate usable clothing and apparel wherever possible. And the electronics part of that, they are accepted at uh, our transfer stations free of charge throughout the county. Uh, but we all, as you point out, we were able to reopen uh, several services to the public. Our administration center admitters is now open to the public from Monday to Friday, 8 to 5. And that's thanks to some additional safety measures for both staff and the public. And our Simcoe County Museum has uh, also reopened, albeit on reduced hours, to allow for enhanced cleaning. But uh, we are bringing in groups, maximum of 10 people. And they can book time slots in 30-minute increments, uh, allowing time between visitors for adequate physical distancing. And, and certainly for more information for the museum, that's available at museum.simco.ca. I love that museum. And you know what? I think it would be fascinating to be one of only 10 people in the building at one time. I think you're absolutely right. It is one of our hidden gems mm -hmm. and would absolutely encourage folks to get out and enjoy it. 
Warden Cornell, I know that a lot of businesses, uh, as you know, as we move into different phases, uh, a lot of businesses happy to reopen, but a lot of them complaining about the fact that, uh, you know, to, to be open, the COVID regulations makes things a bit more expensive. Uh, the, the cost of doing business are higher because of it. Uh, I know that that's got to be true for the services that the county provides. How's our coffers looking? Is this impacting what, what we have uh, in terms of budget? Uh, it absolutely is. Uh, as we talked talk before, the county is responsible for a number of essential services, and in particular looking after our, our senior population, our long-term care homes, our, our vulnerable population. And that has uh, brought in the new protocols and cleaning, uh, has brought on significant costs to the county. Uh, fortunately, the province and the federal government did agree on a uh, a safe restart program, which is providing significant funding to municipalities across Canada, which includes the county, so that will help. But uh, we still need to, uh, we will still have a gap, uh, to your point, in terms of our budgeting and what we've spent. So the phase one of that restart program, uh, those funds are coming forward as we speak, and we would anticipate further funding through the uh, provincial and federal governments to assist with the providing of those services. And the additional costs that we've experienced as a result of COVID-19. Uh, did you get indication that that money's coming from the other levels of government? We did. No, no, that's confirmed. Oh, good. Uh, that, that program is in place, and in fact, uh, where are we? It was just last week that we got uh, official notice of those monies being, uh, that will be coming from uh, those two levels of government to support our COVID-19 costs. Here on the peak, we're running some commercials uh, for Simcoe County, and it's in specifically talking about uh, long-term care. You're looking for staff. We are looking for staff. Uh, it's been a challenge uh, before COVID with respect to staffing at our long-term care homes, but certainly uh, has been uh, highlighted through the COVID experience. And um, we are uh, in a recruitment mode for sure to... Uh, to bring new staff on board to uh, help folks, uh, young folks, uh, understand the opportunities that are in the field. We're working with Georgian College on a pilot program. Uh, it's called micro credentialing, which uh, allows uh, folks that are interested in taking the course to become a PSW and ultimately work at a long term care home. They can actually begin working in the home as an assistant while they're taking their uh, program at Georgian College. So we're looking forward to see the results of that. And again, it's all about um, encouraging folks to take a look at this as a real career opportunity for them. There's a huge need in the field. It's a very rewarding experience for, for folks. And um, as I say, yes, we, uh, we have launched a program to increase the awareness and to uh, help recruit uh, additional staff for our facilities. The full impact of COVID nineteen on the economy in our in our community is it's going to take a while for us to see exactly what that's going to mean. But my guess is that the issue of social housing, affordable housing, accessible housing, is really going to come up uh, to be even more of a demand. We're very fortunate here in Collingwood. One of uh, Simcoe County's uh, buildings have been built here. We've got uh, a wonderful new uh, facility. Uh, how are things with the the whole issue of social housing countywide going? Uh, it absolutely, it's a, it's a huge challenge for us in the county. We do have a 10-year uh, affordable housing and homelessness prevention strategy. And to your point, we have been pleased with our progress to date. Uh, our target is to achieve 2,700 affordable housing units by 2024. And we are just under 2,000 as of the end of December last year. Um, so, yes, uh, that continues to be a, a huge priority at the county of Simcoe. 
recognizing uh, the growing need that's out there and to have um, affordable housing, geared to income housing uh, for our residents. Uh, you point out we did. We just opened up a new facility in Collingwood. We have another one that opened in Wasega Beach. And we have a couple of other projects uh, that are in the work, including one in Aurelia and one over in uh, Township of Tay. How 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 much of these uh, how much of these being used are they at full capacity at this point? They are at full capacity. In fact, it's it's sad, but we do we have a waiting list that's um, almost uh, two years now. Wow! Uh, in length, which uh, just demonstrates the the huge need that's out there and, and the importance of our strategy and the implementation of that program. Uh, and lastly, uh, you know, a lot of uh, focus now is on economic development as uh, we try to open up this region. And uh, I know that the county is is really busy involved in, in trying to help businesses. Absolutely. Uh, our economic development office has been extremely busy. To your point, uh, a big part of the reopening and the, the re-energizing of the county will be through our, our business development and small businesses, so we need to be there to help them and support them. We've done a number of surveys to identify what they saw as their needs, and we've tried to address those, whether it's uh, some funding to help them move to the digital platform, whether it's helping them navigate uh, through the provincial and federal programs that are available. We've also started a series where uh, we've called it Ask the Expert Speaker Series, so we have webinars that um, we bring on guest speakers and they're available then for our local businesses to uh, participate in and to ask questions, including even the uh, public health unit has been a part of that to help folks understand protocols and guidelines that are available. And this month we're starting a Made in Simcoe County campaign again. And this year we'll be recognizing the uh, many businesses in the county that have been able to uh, pivot or retool their operations to support the pandemic from creating hand sanitizers to PPE like face shields and masks. So Simcoe County businesses are directly supporting the response and the recovery from this pandemic. Uh, as you know, when I know we have a huge amount of talent in our county mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's been amazing to see how they have responded and how they've retooled and rethought their businesses, uh, as I mentioned, in particular the, the Main Street Digital Program. And again, we just encourage residents and visitors alike to uh, shop locally and support our businesses uh, as we uh, work our way through this pandemic and work our way out of the pandemic. Well, I want to say thank you as a ratepayer myself. I want to say thank you so much to uh, to you and the county for your leadership and, and all the work that you're doing. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's a tough time, but a bit of a success story when you think of how not how, you know how much it could have been worse. I, I would agree, and thank you for those comments. We appreciate it, and as always, John, thank you for the opportunity to uh, to share some of the updates and uh, talk with uh, the residents of Simcoe County. Appreciate it. Warden George Cornell, Simcoe County, always a pleasure. Thanks for being on Talk of the Town.